Welcome, friends, to today's episode with Vince. Well, at least for now. At the moment, it is just me in the studio. We are continuing to do this idea of surprising each other with a topic. There are guests today, and I have absolutely no idea who they are. Sue is on her way, en route at the moment, and I cannot tell you I cannot emphasize enough how excited she is about this. I thought she was excited about the last episode she did. She is way more excited about this. So I have no idea who's coming with her. But we're apparently having guests, two of them. Two guests on today's show. Who will they be? The world may never know. Oh, and I also can't tell you how much she told me I would enjoy today. I responded with my usual amount of skepticism, but I'm sure it will be fine. So here I am, just awkwardly waiting in the studio all by myself. Maybe I could just do a whole episode of me drinking water. so nervous right now. Oh, I don't know if you can hear it. Maybe you can't hear it. I can hear it. The elevator. They're coming. There's the ding. Here they come. Oh boy. I hear voices. Are you ready? I'm as ready as I'm gonna be. Here they come. Our special guests. Welcome, welcome. So have you told them the premise of this whole yeah. endeavor? Yeah, they also know that you don't know anything. Uh, I don't know anything. I mean, well, they brought that up first. I didn't tell them. And I don't know if they were talking about the podcast, to be honest. <laughs> or if that was just a general thing they were saying. Kay. So are you ready? Should we get into it? Yes. Let's do it. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Simplicity Show with Sue and Vince, where we talk about what's happening in the credit union industry, the world, and right here on our credit union team. In this episode, we are sitting down with two very special guests who I just found out who they were this is going so to fun. be. This is so fun. You, I, I told the audience before you came how excited you were Wait, about this. You were talking to the audience without me? Oh, yeah. That's so rude. <laughs> I can't believe that. Now I have to listen to the podcast to find out what he said. <laughs> Forget it. It's all a ploy to get listeners. <laughs> to finally get me to listen to yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So we are sitting down with our VP of IT. CTO. CTO. Chief Technology Officer. Nice. Mike Kaseya. Thanks for having me. And our... Our Lyle. Our Lyle. Titled to be determined. Our humanized our, robot. Our, our, no, our computerized TVD? human, as we found out this morning. Term we appreciate. So. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what in the world is going on? So welcome, guys. Our topic that we're going to talk about is where did the internet come from? Oh. See? You would well, think, like, 
When mama internet loves. Yes. <laughs> when they have a very special relationship. They create a token ring. A token <laughs> ring, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Using BNC connectors. Yeah. <laughs> You've just lost half the audience. Yeah. <laughs> and by half the audience, I mean us. Yeah. And you lost us. Awesome. So we get to play a couple fun games. Oh, they're we're games. Doing, they're not official games. They're unofficial uh, games. But the two the two unofficial games that we get to play are, number one, I have a timeline. First okay. of all, and you two are my witnesses, two pages of research, which is all you need to know about the internet, right? It's two pages. <laughs> um, that about sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have everything broken out by date. Okay. And I happen to know, and the dates extend, I mean, technically up to present day, and then we'll talk about the future at the end. But I happen to know that everyone at the table here was born sometime between the beginning of the internet <laughs> and today. Correct. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we True will story. talk about where our timelines intersect oh. this timeline. And I have a couple of terms. Where fiber oh, optics yeah. network together. Yes. <laughs> I have a couple of terms that I... Uh, Highlighted to ask our IT guys. I don't know. We might have to card Mike. To explain. <laughs> <laughs> he, may be, he may be free internet. <laughs> oh my. Uh, is there a one? Does your birthday birth year start with a one nine five? It does not. Okay, wow. we're good then. It's harsh. That is Shortly. really harsh. Wow. And it, like, okay. what you don't realize is. I take that very personally because I know his birth year is one year after mine. <laughs> you offended half the room. Yeah, you, you lost half the people at the table. Way to go. So, did I tell you about the... Oh, yes, and the second one is asking them to tell us what some of the terms mean. Mm. Okay. Which I'm is curious. not... Do, we, uh, not so should I, do I get to guess first? Yes. This will be fun. So okay. is the idea you're going to ask us questions about the formation and see if we have a clue... <laughs> if we just fake it really well every day in our life. Oh yeah. Is that the idea? Yes. <laughs> Did you just pull the terms out of a grab bag? Yes. <laughs> Define. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. And then and actually also some of them could be completely wrong. So it's just I actually <laughs> because I got it all off the internet. And so <laughs> nothing, on the internet has yeah. nothing oh, for sure. at all is accurate. No, so what I have is a timeline. So we will start I basically I have everything laid out on the timeline with different years. So I will just start at the beginning and tell you what I know. And what I know, I learned from all of six different articles, which what you, guys don't are, right? <laughs> what, what you guys don't realize is for our podcast is a lot of research. <laughs> Six articles? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the top number of articles we've consulted <laughs> to date. Maybe. Yeah. So we're just going to start, and I'm going to tell you what I know. Okay. And you guys jump in whenever you want to jump in. And when we get to the point at which, because we're like halfway through this page, our timelines don't even start until halfway through this page, Mike. <laughs> so this does predate us. So that's saying something. Yes. So here we go. So the, your first date. The crust of the Earth cools, and then <laughs> <laughs> it 
1962, MIT. MIT what? Yeah. Yeah. Th- you just said it too. <laughs> MIT computer scientist. What was his name? Uh, he's got a weird name. It's an awesome name. I don't remember. J.C.R. Licklider. Yeah. Comes up with the idea for a global computer network in a series of memos that describes what he calls, quote, an intergalactic computer network. Yes. Right? <laughs> See, yep. But Missed opportunity. It, but there was actually groundwork in the early 1900s. And Tesla, a little actually. after that, Tesla had yeah. was more the father of it, but there was some more work on an actual mechanical system after he Tesla actually envisioned a world wireless network yeah. that he was never credited for. Wow. So there was a lot. So Tesla, mm-hmm. which I didn't include any of this. A because we're the company. Not the company. Because we can agree that we're all in a simulation because that's what Elon Musk says. The point Absolutely. is this. <laughs> Tes- Nikolai Tesla. Um, there is a lot that he did and was not credited for. Absolutely. Including, did he, this is not internet related. It's just a thing I know. Didn't he <laughs> had. Sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. It's okay. <laughs> he, one of his inventions was uh, wireless electricity. Yes. Yep. And he could, he created uh, an electrical network that could broadcast wirelessly. And then Edison was like, I'm a big American white guy, <laughs> so I'm going to stop what you're doing. And there was also that's how a I understand big it. Argument between Tesla and Edison on whether they should use AC or DC. Current. Yeah, and there's a movie coming out about that. Have oh, you seen is. that? No. It's called no. The Current War. No, I oh, don't really? know that. And it has Benedict it. Cumberbatch in there. That was a super interesting period of time mm-hmm. with their fight. And from a marketing standpoint, all the marketing they used to sling dirt at each other was super interesting. And as I understand it, Tesla's science was the most solid, and Edison was just a, had more money and was a better marketer. I think Ish? that's a fair statement. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to completely derail us. That's okay. Back to the internet. We're gonna have to. Go, we're gonna come back and talk about Tesla. Yeah. Right. We'll have to watch because that. Because there's, uh, I know a thing about when Tesla died, which I think is the most interesting thing about Tesla, but I'll save it and we'll talk about him later. Another time. Okay. Oh. So 1962, J.C.R. Licklider. Let's see. In that, in his original memos, his original ideas predicted things like the graphical user interface, digital libraries, e-commerce, online banking, and cloud computing. So way to go, J.C.R. In 1963, he was the director of the U.S. Department of Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, mm-hmm. or ARPA. ARPA. And he championed the idea of networking computers across large distances to increase the computing power and help solve more complex problems. Can I interject one thing? You sure can. One of the reasons he also did this, um, there was a real concern because of the, the Cold War with the Soviet Union of having communication if a nuclear strike were to occur. Mm-hmm. Oh. So while the rest of us are worried about being vaporized, the military's <laughs> worry about how to send troops around. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. And we're going to get to eventually the military owns 
Okay. The, the precursor to the Ooh, internet. Spoilers. That's a, yeah, spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But that's not for several years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> be a long podcast. Yes. So 1966, ARPA's new director redirected $1 million from a ballistic missile defense program to fund the network project. And in 1969, with the addition of work on packet switching, hold it, <laughs> from these, there are so many names in here, Leonard Kleinrock, Thomas Merrill, and Lawrence G. Roberts, a mainframe computer at the Systems Development Corpor- Corporation in Santa Monica, is connected to a computer at the Lincoln Laboratory at MIT. And the system that would be ARPANET is born. So, Mike and Lyle, what's packet switching? Lyle. I'll pass that one over to you. (laughs) I mean, it's, you build, so packet switching is basically you take information, you bundle it together, and then you send it somehow. And then it gets redirected. Okay. In a nutshell. There's so a you, lot t- you take the data <coughs> on a real high level. You take the data and you break it up in little pieces. Each piece gets this little number and it's sent out on a wire. Yeah. On the other side, the receiving computer takes those packets as they come in by number and reconstructs the data into something that's meaningful, whether it's an email or a web page or what have you. Well, it, okay. and th- at this time, it wouldn't be quite that in-depth. No, no, I'm sorry. Until the, the this early is a couple 80s. decades ahead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the early '80s there, but okay. So here's what. So a thing I learned. Okay. In all of this research, is that packet switching, for the purposes of what we're talking about for ARPANET, replaced circuit switching, which yeah. is used in telephones because data can move more quickly, and it doesn't. It isn't reliant on holding a connection, the way circuit switching is. You're nodding, Mike. That's all I need. I'm agreeing with you. That's all I need. <laughs> Feel good about my sure, research so far. Sure, it sounds great. Yeah. So in 1970, still predating everybody at the table. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting close. <laughs> We're getting close. Um, ARPANET, which has primarily been comprised of research computers on the West Coast, officially reaches the East Coast with its first connection in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Um, 1973. Are there questions in here? Or we're, is yeah, just... this is like, there's okay. going to be questions. We're going to get there. Okay. This is information right now. Okay. I don't like how you're judging me. <laughs> I'm very well, is excited. This, is this why it's an unofficial game? Like, there's not actually a game? It's just... <laughs> well, so, okay. So, we just kidding, hit 1973. Kidding. Yay. Which Great means year. people at this table were now alive. <laughs> So now we can really get into the game, maybe. Okay. So, um, but I assume because we're at 1973, probably there's not a lot you remember about the internet. In no, no, I really, not much. I was okay. concerned with other things at that point. I don't very think <laughs> learning the walk. Almost anybody would know about the internet at that point. Didn't it was really more a high-level uh, research institute thing at that point. It so. didn't really get interesting until the 80s. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Because in 1973... Uh, it is still not connected to anything commercial. It is all research computers and uh, and that. Let's see. So 1973, Robert Kahn and Vinton Cerf collaborate to develop protocol for linking multiple networks together. Later named Transmission Control Protocol slash Internet Protocol, 
which you just you said when mm -hmm. we were starting. What is that? TCP/IP. Yes. Um, it linked networks together in a way that meant the system wouldn't all collapse if one network went down. Is what Correct. I have written down. Am I getting that accurate? Is that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the protocol. Yep. Okay. Yes. Sure. Okay. <laughs> These guys are just like, yep. yep. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, like, research is okay. See, it's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> also, in 1973, ARPANET connects to the Norwegian seismic array through a transatlantic satellite link, making it the first country outside the United States to be connected to ARPANET. I did not know that. I didn't yes. Know that well, uh, you, I mean, as a half Norwegian human being, I have to tell you, you have to be careful for those Norwegians. Okay. We, <laughs> we will just come in and take things over. Wow, all right. It's that Viking, you know. Viking <laughs> spirit. Yeah. So they were like, that's ours now. Oh. Um, and it wasn't until 1975 that ARPANET was officially declared operational, and the U.S. Defense Communications Agency took control of it. Okay. 1982. Let's see. I'm trying to think. Now we're in 1982. Where are you at in 1982? Do you have a computer in 1982? 1982. Probably not yet. Because you are nine. I did. You had a computer um, when you were nine? I'm thinking of right around that age. I got my first computer, which was a Commodore 64. That's fantastic. I'm not sure the Thanks. exact year, but it's right around there. Actually, okay. um, had a cassette drive instead of a okay. floppy drive. It was hooked up to old black. Well, it's actually green type of screen, but you could hook it up to a TV. Okay. Um, that was my first computer. Okay. And you were nine. Somewhere around there. Wow. I don't know, between you nine and OG. 12. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was like gadgets and flashing lights, so it was natural okay. for me. Okay. But definitely in 1982, that Commodore 64 is not connected to. Definitely not. And it might have been a couple years after that, but it was close to that era. Okay. Okay. I don't know what year you were born, Lyle. When yeah. were you born? 88. Okay, yeah. so we're not, you're not got around yet. Got a few years ago. We're school. almost there. We're very <laughs> excited. Creeping along. Yep. Wait, you were born in 88? Yeah. Oh my God, I feel old. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> it's okay, just focus. Focus. It's okay. We're young. It's all fine. We're young, <laughs> young at heart, Mike. <laughs> okay, so 1982, the phone net system is established and they connect it to ARPANET. And the very first commercial network, Telnet, Telenet, um, is connected. Also that year, the domain name system is created to manage the increasing number of users. So what's happening is um, the first sort of commercial things are getting connected to it. And now suddenly the number of users are unmanageable. And so... Did you skip one thing? Um, the, no, the, but you might know it. The so. invent to the World Wide Web? No, yes, I don't okay. have that. Tell us about that. that. What year is so that? I believe it was 1980. It was actually proposed in 1979 by a British scientist, and I do not remember his name. Um, he talked about the use of hypertext, and you can't see my air quotes. <laughs> I'm air quoting um, hypertext documents, viewing them through browsers. These two terms oh, were wow. brand new at that point. Okay. No one had ever heard of it, and it was actually um, finalized and so forth invented in 1980. So the true birth okay. date of the internet was, I believe, January 1st, but I have to double check that date, 1980. Okay. Difference between World Wide Web and internet. Internet is the infrastructure. World Wide Web is all the stuff all the you stuff. use. Your, your, your internet explorer, mm. Firefox, to get to websites. Okay. That was born in 1980. 
Okay. That was and that was the HTTP. Yes. Thing. Thing. Okay. Correct. <laughs> Just really, I'm knowledgeable. The HTTP thing. How about it? How about is it? that on our list of terms to define later? Um, no. So what does HTTP it's stand hypertext for? Hypertext Transfer Protocol. Oh, so it hasn't changed. No, it has no. not changed. Okay. And that's 1980. Sorry. Okay. Yep. That's okay. We're good. It was a big one. Though. That I was want to skip great. Over that one. Yes. Yeah. So 1985, the first domain is registered. Do you guys know? You, you wouldn't know. Do you know? What the oh, first domain the registered first was? Domain. I may have known. I don't know, but I could have known. <laughs> yeah, you that's really knew at one time. Like, yeah, oh, you don't know, insane. so. It, is, it was symbolics.com. Symbolics.com. Yes. Does it still exist? Which was a computer. I didn't look. Oh, oh It was a computer oh, manufacturer. I don't have my phone on me. Okay. Someone's domain squatting it. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> if not, they are now. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the next thing I have on here is in 1990, ARPANET is decommissioned. Um, but other things that happen that same year as ARPANET is decommissioned, um, and I think it's decommissioned because the true Internet and the World Wide Web are existing, so ARPANET has, can go away. And the communication that needs to happen between those, the actual users on ARPANET can happen. Uh, HTML and the Uniform Resource Locator, or URL, are developed. And, oh, I have here that that gives birth to the first iteration of the World Wide Web. Oh, maybe I had the date wrong. That's okay, because that's 19, maybe. It could be, I could be a decade off if all blurs together. Okay. So I lied. Okay, why didn't you lie? Am I kicked off the podcast? Maybe. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> so 1990, you graduated in 1991. 91, yep. What kind of a computer did you have in 1990? Oh, boy. Let's see. Um, I think that was probably, it was an Apple. It was a 2C. <gasps> Shut up. Apple. Why is that the only good Apple? What's going on? They, haven't, they haven't gone uphill since then. <laughs> they, they just, so you're saying they plateaued? Uh, have they gone downhill? Or have yeah, they, I would. Don't argue in some We're available on have. iTunes. Could you be very careful? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a takedown right now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in uh, high school, in order to use the computers, you actually had to take a, um, a class specific on how to use them. Okay. You had to get a little printed plastic computer license to enter the computer. We still lab had at to do that. When wow. I was really? Young. There was only six computers for the high school. So. I don't think it was till maybe middle of my middle school that we didn't have to get like permission to go in the computer lab. Okay. And of course, I was a huge nerd then too, so right. I, I had my of little course. plastic license. And <laughs> of course, I hung you out did. Playing Ninja Gaiden almost every day in the computer lab. Playing what nice. now? Ninja Gaiden. What now? The most, <laughs> the most rage-inducing game. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. It's a really old game that came on uh, floppies, the big floppies I'm talking. Okay. Um, there was okay. lots of gesturing. Yes, yeah, it's it's right. gesturing, <laughs> shaking up, uh, uh, magical floppies. The five, the five yeah. and a half inches. Yeah, the big guys. Um, and every so often while you're playing a but game, wait, you'd have to change up the floppy. But wait, that wasn't the big one. Because there was a, oh, you're talking the big, there was a big one. There was a big, big one. I never played with those. No, okay. 
Casey did I. I'm just just showing off now. (laughs) Because I know there was a big one. That's all. Please continue. Okay, and it was rage-inducing? Oh, it was very rage-inducing. It was a game designed to be nearly impossible. Okay. It so sounds it was, like they succeeded. Um, I did eventually beat it, but yeah. it was it took a very long, long time. And part of the problem was you were in a lab and there's only one copy. And being floppies, everybody would pass it along. Okay. <laughs> so you'd have to wait for the person yeah. in front of you to finish his section before he could take the floppy disk out and hand it to oh. you so you could load oh. up and continue on through the game. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So is that like the birth of the land party then? I <laughs> guess kind of was. You had to be in the same room to <laughs> pass it along, so I guess it was. Just yeah. never left. Did that have the old booklet where you gotta go look for the code? I don't remember. No, no, no that was so many years ago. You talking activation code? Yeah. Oh, so this predates activation codes. There was no activation mm-hmm. code on it. I'm sure it was a legally obtained copy. Of course it was. Right. For mm-hmm. sure. Definitely. So I'm sure like, it was meant for six kids to share. In the yeah, computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. During the school day. Right, yeah. right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> Here, kids, go figure out this computer stuff. <laughs> yeah. Quick, because we're never going to figure it out, kids. Okay. So you, okay, so it's 1990, and you are two years old. Correct. You are... Not born yet. Not born I was yet. Probably had a computer though. At two? <laughs> My dad was really big into computers. Your dad was a computer guy. Okay. Yeah. So what's the first computer you remember? I... Was it a Tandy? It might have been a Tandy. Oh, tandy. Yeah. I'm thinking that's that era. Yeah. Okay. That or it would have been an Apple. But not a good one. As as we've established, <laughs> it was not one of the good ones. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So we jump ahead. 1995. Microsoft launches Windows 95. Also in 1995. Amazon, Yahoo, and eBay launch. And Java is created. Allowing for animation on websites. Also in 1995. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Also in 1995, my brother is a sysop, (laughs) (laughs) which is a thing we have talked about, he and I, multiple times. My brother, also a huge computer guy. Um, So the first computer I remember him having was TI. It was a little bitty one you could get from Radio Shack. Mm -hmm. Little Texas Instruments with a cassette tape drive that went with it. Um, But... In 19, I remember very specifically the very first time I was on a thing that was the internet was 1995. Do you remember your first website? Um, I remember, here's what I remember about it. That he had a book that was like that thick for the listener, about two inches thick, that had websites in it. So there wasn't what? a search, there, there was wasn't a search engine. <laughs> Predates Google, it right? Predates Google. It's the phone book. <laughs> the phone book of the internet. No, no yeah. one knows what a phone book is. I don't remember that. That is right? rich. That is yeah. rich. I do so, remember you, you had to know where you were going then. Right. Yeah. So you, but it was, uh, it was all the IP addresses that you had. You had to type. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like you couldn't just type in Amazon and have it go. You right. had to type that whole long, and it would list them. So the book had, like, 
advertisements, I guess. So each page was, oh, you should go to this thing, this page, and this is a really cool website, and here's why it's cool, and here's a picture. But what I remember about that is in almost every instance, it did not work. <laughs> <laughs> so you would type, I don't know, 16 to 20 characters <laughs> and then it would not you would just get an error and then you'd sit there and start the screen and think I don't think I can type those 20 characters <laughs> I think I'll try something else uh, 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 type, 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 type. <laughs> but even though that didn't work um, there was a bulletin board bulletin board in oh our my. area I haven't thought about bulletin board in forever okay on which my brother was a sysop. Right. And that had a connection. So you, can, you could connect through the bulletin board to the internet. And the two things I remember that you could get to through that bulletin board was there was a chat. And then there was a game, like a role-playing, DOS-based role-playing mm-hmm. game that you could play. Crawler. I don't know. Maybe, probably. Yeah. That's a generic term for those. For yes. Yeah, yeah. And all I know, all I remember about that game is that was my first experience with, um, as a young female, realizing what men can do on the internet, <laughs> <laughs> mm. and being like, "Oh, I don't like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm leaving <laughs> that game now." <laughs> so my first introduction to creeps on the internet. Yeah. Was oh, through I'm that so sorry. <laughs> Terrible introduction to the internet. But that's what I remember about it. Okay. Um, so 1996, Congress passes the Communications Decency Act in an effort, speaking of which, to combat the growing amount of objectionable material on the internet. Because, man, give us technology and we will find a way to screw that up. <laughs> we'll use anything. Okay. 1998, Google is founded. But there was search. There was search before Google. Yeah, How did you search you before Google? Alta Vista. Alta Vista. Yeah, that oh, was the big yeah. one before Google. Mm, yeah. There's like Ask Jeeves. Well, Ask Jeeves came later, I think. Mm, they were right okay. around the same time. And they always suck, so they don't count, yeah. though, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's was, my personal opinion. I think okay. Yahoo was around. Yahoo's been around. Yeah. yeah. Yahoo was. I went was it search at that point? Yeah, because yeah, they were from, earlier. I went yeah. from Yahoo to Google because so did I. Yahoo was well, not was very good. Okay. I think I was on Alta Vista before I jumped to Google. But yeah. yeah. So this is also so 1998-ish, and we're moving into like where the dot-com bubble bursts. Right. Do you guys remember there being commercials for websites? Yes. Not for companies, mm-hmm. right? No, correct. But for websites. Oh, like, yeah. I remember commercial for Ask Jeeves. I remember a Super Bowl commercial yeah. for a pet food website. Okay. I can't remember mm-hmm. the name of it. Hmm. Um, unfortunately, it was successful, and they had all kinds of orders for cat litter, and the shipping killed them, and they went out of business. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> Oddly enough, it's Did really expensive to ship cat food. It it's turns weird. out it's heavy. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one, oh, I wish I could remember the name of the site. They had a jingle and everything, and it probably is the first commercial yeah. for a website that I ever saw. And okay. all I remember about the commercial is that they shot a hamster out of a cannon. <laughs> like a very small... <laughs> <laughs> all right, <then. laughs> Like a very 
small cannon, and it, poof, and it shot the hamster. And thus Sue's marketing career yeah, was Yeah, so I'm like, I think I'll go into marketing. <laughs> that seems right for me. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the hamster dance? Yeah. Yes. It was all the rage. Yeah. So on the website, and it was just a screen mm-hmm. full of hamsters dancing. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're launching hamsters from a... Yeah. Made me think of that. Yeah. <laughs> the internet's so useful for so oh, many yeah, things. Okay. Yeah. So 1999, Napster is launched. Napster. Oh. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting into stuff I actually remember. So you remember Napster? So I, re- I, 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 I didn't partake of Napster, but I remember well, it. None of us partook. Legally. That would have been illegal. No, it was, like, it was piracy events, and clearly no one would have been involved. Well, with the first time I heard about it was, like, all of the stuff, like, it coming out that it's... Like on the news. Yeah. That you're actually stealing. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> that does remind me. There is a series of videos. Oh. And it, also, I thought of it when thinking about Java and animation. Um, with Metallica. Uh, I was uh, just going to bring up Metallica because they took it a step too far in the fight against piracy, I think. So what do you tell us why you think that, Lyle? Um, They're just really outspoken, and they would sue the people directly. They would take everyone to court if they just heard any whisper of anyone. Yeah. Very protective of their property. Yeah. And then I know Napster was used to distribute viruses by the by the actual record agencies. Really? To <laughs> try and combat piracy. I did not know that. That's interesting. What I remember is the series, the videos. I wonder if they still exist. I should go look. Um, and it was Metallica. And part of the whole joke was... Lars, who is like the, mm-hmm. like the, Lars Ulrich is the drummer and like lead of the band, right? Anybody? It Metallica? sounds right. I'm a Metallica Hell fan, yeah. but I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he was like, he was um, like really the outspoken. And so in these, and also he had a, li- a slight lisp and in this, in these videos like they way over like you could see the spit flying off of his mouth <laughs> as he was talking <laughs> and all James Hetfield did he would have like one line and it would be <laughs> beer good Napster bad <laughs> nice okay in all of the videos I do not remember that never oh. saw it that was, I think we watched every single one of them okay. because it was so entertaining. Beer good, Napster bad. Beer good, Napster bad. Yes. Okay, so, oh, so also 1999. What else happened in the computer world in 1999, you guys? <laughs> the Y2K bug. Yeah. Oh. I remember that. I remember the Y2K bug. So, we, okay, so 1999, ridiculous. so you are working. I was working professionally in IT at the time uh, on December 31st, 1999, I got to pull an all-nighter at a hospital that I worked for at the time, <laughs> at the time waiting for everything to crash. Okay. And, of course, absolutely nothing crashed, and yeah. everything was perfectly fine, and I got to go home, but we had to sit there until 12.01 to make sure none of the systems were Did they make out. you put out, like, Y2K compliance stickers? We ran around for months beforehand, yeah. putting updates on PCs and putting little Y2K <laughs> compliance yeah. stickers on every PC in the hospital. Those. took months. Wow. All I really, like, I remember it was a big thing. All, the thing that stands out in my mind is driving along on a road somewhere, 
and seeing Y2K mode in the side of the field. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's how they made the fields in Nielsville compliant, yeah. is they mowed Y2K into them. Do you know what the bug was specifically? So it was. it's uh, real simple. I'm not sure if you have it there or not. Was it, but it, was, was uh, it an actual thing or was it just a it scare? It was a real thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought so it was just a scare. Was before it became okay. an issue, though. Yeah. The uh, field for a year was only two characters long in most code. So when it flipped from 99 to... 2000. 2000, it was actually going back to 1900 was the concern. So all the code had be patched to increase that two-character field to a four-character field. Okay. Um, primarily with the operating systems, that was a big one. Windows, yeah. um, Mac, uh, I guess the only really ones really existed then. I mean, Linux wasn't a thing yet. Um, yeah, well, so Unix it was just was around. Well, I guess Unix was there, so yeah, I'm sure there was a patch on those boxes as well. The thing that anybody who knew anything about technology at the time was like, there's nothing's going to happen. It's not going to crash. <laughs> right, right. Right. But, but people were really seriously concerned oh, yeah, that everything was going to crash. And there, this was like, I remember like people. Like end of the world. Yeah, stuff. people Armageddon. were like, this is, you know, this was all our folly. This was like, we relied on these computers and we were so wrong. And now yeah, it, no, they're going to crash. A lot, of, a lot of stores were bought out like it was an Armageddon situation. Yeah. Well, because the computers were going to crash and we were going to mm-hmm. go back to before World War One, and nobody would have cars. That'd be incredible, <laughs> wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Yeah, right? It would like, be, yeah. Oh, it would be like early industrial <laughs> revolution. And we all get tiny houses then, we, too? I mean, you'd have, you'd have to make them with your own right, hands. Right, right. But yeah, she would get like a cabin. No, I remember watching on the news... Um, for hours in advance, watching as the time zone hit different parts of the world to see what was coming our way. So, mm. was, so the expectation was there's going to be this huge wave of failures coming to us. Right. As I remember, that the only one I ever saw was one credit card company went down for like an hour or something, and then they had it fixed. It was the only one I remember was one credit card company in England, I think it was. <laughs> so, and we all know sitting at this table that like that kind of outage is happening all day, every day, forever. <laughs> it's not even a thing. <laughs> like, nobody even knows. It probably wasn't even a Y2K Especially back Y2K then, thing. nobody was looking at, like, uptime that seriously. Right. Well, and is it true, like, my perception was, like, not being really, like, understanding it existed at the time, but, like, was, was that still, like, sort of this weird time in society where, like, we had technology, but we didn't, like, the general public didn't have a great understanding of it, if that makes sense. So, I mean, yeah, like, any, I think, fair. think of any great innovation that has come down the pipeline of history. Like, there's this, like, adoption period, but there's this weird transition where it's, like, it's unknown and not sure, like, it's a thing, but not sure how it works and so is that what maybe fed some of that yeah a lot of understanding in the the late 90s early 2000s a lot of people didn't have computers yet yeah it was just the the real geeky people out there um that's all a design thing i think because stuff back then wasn't designed for oh sure ease of use by the end user it was add a bunch of features together and then the end user has to figure out how to make it work it was always a, a checking program was always the excuse for buying a new computer. Yeah, but I have this can balance my checkbook. Yeah. And that's what you would do with your computer is balance your checkbook. 
<laughs> that's how you because you can't just do spouse. that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> paper doesn't work. I need a computer to do this. I need to spend twenty five hundred dollars. I'm sure that's why we bought Windows three point one. Was the balance checkbook? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seems legitimate. Seems legitimate. So what I remember, like, and maybe I'm remembering that time wrong. So Y two K, I was at the credit union already. Um. You've been at the credit union since 2000? It's since 1999. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Um, but it was sort of this time, this period where many people, we had just gotten to this point where home computers were starting to be perceived as kind of a necessity. Like, it there was... Was from, it okay? I thought it was... I think... Later. No, it was right around. Yeah? And okay. so people, like, we had kind of flipped to that, like from people going, oh, but why do you need a computer? To people going, oh, everybody's getting a computer, everybody should get a computer. And it, so it was just kind of predates Y2K in my memory. And then all of the people who weren't early adopters hadn't had them for very long, right? Right, right. So it was like the people who were early adopters, like my husband's a big nerd, no offense, honey. Um, <laughs> my brother's a big nerd. So I grew up around them. I grew up around, like, and was married to someone who just knew them. So it was just commonplace for you. So it just, it w it seemed really normal. And there wasn't a big panic to the people who, like, had had them and used them and understood, like, no, it's just a patch. And you just patch the thing and you can fix it. But everyone else had kind of just been convinced they needed them, right? And now all of a sudden, like, you're going to take away our electricity and all the whole banking system. That was the big thing in the credit union. The banking system is going to fall apart because it's so intricate to move money from one place to another. And in people's heads, all it takes is one computer system to go down. And all of a sudden, nobody can get to any of their money and there's going to be mass panic, and which ultimately did not happen at all. Just another year, yeah, nothing Just happened. Another, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whew, but we survived it. I haven't thought about Y2K in a long time. Yeah. That really takes me back. We made it through, brother. Look at yeah. it. We survived. Ugh. I only think about it because in 2000, Diablo 2 was really <laughs> 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 a favorite game of all time. Diablo, you were 12. Yeah. That was definitely T for teen, friend. <laughs> was it not? Parents' approval. Ah. <laughs> Shame. I grew up playing Doom and all that, so. So, we did, so your dad was a computer guy. So you always had computers well, in the technically house. Technically an electronics guy. Okay. And my grandpa was electronics. He was a ham operator in World War II and all that, so. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay, so technology, always a thing. No. So, what is kind of the first thing you remember about the internet? What did you do the first time? I think really like bulletin boards is pretty much anybody from that era is going to say the same thing. Okay. And then after that, it was online gaming. Okay. was the next big interesting thing. Bulletin boards, then forums, and then online gaming. Okay. For someone growing up in that era. Yeah. But for sure not Napster because that would be illegal. No. That would be <laughs> right. Had some okay. legal uses. Because <laughs> it, it was a file transfer site. Yeah. So it's if you legally could transfer the file, right? I had Napster, but I never downloaded. That's what it yeah. part, yeah, Like right, that's right. That seems mm -hmm. legitimate. Mm -hmm. 
I downloaded no it. And I downloaded Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> the whole Black Album. <laughs> so what do you, what's the first thing you remember on the internet? Um, on the internet? So the first, I think one of my earliest computer memories is, so we had a computer lab in elementary, well, the school had one, so it was in elementary school, but the first game... To your point, Lyle, the first game that I remember playing was Oregon Trail on the floppy disk. Your whole family died of dysentery. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah. R.I.P. So. (laughs) Game possible. um, And then, so I don't don't even know what those computers were, though. They were Um, probably on 2Es, if I had to guess. Sure. That's what we ran it on. The next, like, the first, like, the move up from that was, I don't know what they're called, but they're Apple, like the big gray ones that, that were like this tall. Yeah, those are the disc two. In the, well, so, yeah, yeah so it was something the other than that then. Oh. That was like hmm. the next step up, the 2E. There was a 2C. Yeah. Oh. There was a 2E. Those are two separate models. Okay. Yeah. Without seeing Significantly no smaller, I know, I remember. Yeah. It was... It was probably a 2C then. It was a smaller okay. machine. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think my first experience with the internet, I want to say, would be, was it Netscape? Netscape Navigator. Okay. Remember the little stars falling in the (laughs) the corner of the browser. (laughs) Are they still around? Uh, They are now known as Firefox. They eventually morphed into Firefox. That's where they went. Did they? I believe so. I could be lying. For the listener, Lyle looks very skeptical. (laughs) I could be completely lying. That might just be Lyle. (laughs) I don't know if they morphed or if they just acquired Netscape. Oh, I'm not sure. They may. I'm not sure how the business dynamics occurred. Hmm. That's okay. You know, a thing that we in this whole discussion, a thing we haven't discussed, is when we went from having a dedicated internet connection or from not having a dedicated internet connection oh. and having modems dial up and having dial up oh, yeah. to oh. having a dedicated internet connection <laughs> I remember my calling my neighbor and have her coming over to yell at me to get off the internet so she could call her daughter <laughs> <laughs> yeah there was plenty of that kind of stuff that went yep. on in our house my bro- that is the reason my brother eventually got his own line when he got his first job yeah. at like 15 or 16. <laughs> Mike is yeah, nodding. I, yeah, yes. Line, he, yeah. And so did my husband too. Same thing. Got <laughs> their first had, job, the money for their job. Lines in house, yeah. yeah. So you could get, so they could didn't have to get off the yeah. internet. Right. <laughs> it's worth it. Put all your money oh, totally. into that. Yeah. Well, we did money. then, but when DSL came around, we went down to one line, which was kind of going in reverse. So. <laughs> but a huge jump forward yeah. in speed. Yeah. Did you ever? Do you remember on dial-up trying to see a picture on the internet? Talk away. Make a pot of coffee. Have some lunch. Come back. It's halfway yeah. done. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And then it gets almost like it's three quarters done, and then somebody picks the, up the other extension and it ruins the whole. Like, oh, I almost got that picture. 
picture. If you ever want to experience that again, just get, get 2G on your phone. And oh, you'll, you'll get the same I? experience. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> Back then, the, the download managers were a big thing. Yeah. You would set certain files to download, and you'd go to bed, and they would download. And if they would stop, they would restart the download. So when you yeah. go in the morning, oh. you're... Your six meg or you whatever it was file it, was waiting for you. Because your connection would break all the time. Yeah. Get Ellie right Sarsden. comes to mind. That was the name of one of them back in the day. Yeah. Down, okay. Yeah. That was, was a definitely a thing my brother did. Oh, I'm sure. Possibly my husband, too. He probably knows what he'd get right. He's like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, of course. Huh. All, the st- all the stuff he pirated off the internet. <laughs> <laughs> he legally obtained he, he legally copies obtained. of systems that he copies. already owned. Yeah, back yeah that's copies. exactly what he called it. I'm backing it up for... Sounds yeah, right. That Metallica does not need you to back that up there. It's all fine. <laughs> <laughs> These are just backup copies. <laughs> okay, so we're in the 2000s, really. We see the rise and the burst of the dot com bubble. By 2001. What do you mean by the burst of the dot com bubble? So, oh, you don't remember that, huh? Oh. Wow. So, Mike, tell us about it. Yeah, the, the dot coms, there was. Um, Everyone was going to make a, a billion dollars by starting their own web page, yeah. and all the dot coms mm-hmm. came to the scene. And I do remember, I remember one individual specifically, um, a professor in my when I went to tech school, whose brother actually invested huge into a dot com and was he was like 35, 40 million up on the investment, and then <laughs> the bubble popped. Didn't dump it. Yeah. <clears throat> he didn't dump it. And all these companies either completely were wiped out of existence the next day or completely bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Like 90% of them just disappeared. I don't know the number. I'm just pulling that yeah. off thin yeah. air. It was huge. And he, had, he lost every penny overnight. He went from being a multimillionaire to just completely broke. Wow. It was, um, it was, there was a lot of people affected by it because um, a lot of, I remember, I think, I might be lying again, but I think there was a lot of people that had put their retirements. They were investing into mm-hmm. the dot com as well. So entire I companies think what it was wiped out. was the investment firms were doing their portfolios based on it. There oh, you go. that would yeah. make sense. Okay. And then obviously it burst and they lost their retirements. And there was that. a there was a huge um, flood of techs in the computer field too because they had all these people that had been designing web pages for for the whole build up suddenly mm-hmm. all unemployed overnight. So it got difficult to find a job if you're in the, in the field. It yeah. was a it was a nightmare for a lot of people. You don't remember that, huh? Yeah. You young pretty, guys, he was I pretty young. You. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, the way I understand it, the reason that sort of all happened is that people were investing in the web pages as the property mm-hmm. rather than the web pages being a means to get yeah. to like a ABC company. Yeah. Right. To the so Amazon. The web page ended up being the product. Right. And, and, then it, okay. and it was unsustainable. Right. Because we're not talking about like the web page being a product like Amazon, where you go like buy Amazon something. or a newspaper or those things where you can sell mm-hmm. advertising because people are coming to it. We're talking about they said I'm going to call this page um, getthrifty.com and that page is going to be worth three million. People are going to love this page, days. right? And people invested all kinds of stuff in there, huh. but it wasn't. There was no business behind it. It was the page. Right. right. Interesting. Yeah. And crazy. so then people were like, oh, those aren't worth any money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh-huh. lots of people lost lots of money. Yeah, it was a big deal. Yeah. It was 
scary times for a lot of people. But let's bring it around because then the next exciting thing happens. 2003, MySpace is developed. MySpace, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Interesting, this is what I learned, is that MySpace was developed by employees of eUniverse, which is now a subsidiary of Fox Interactive Media. And it was developed to mimic the social networking features of Friendster, which was launched the same year. So basically, beginning in 2003, Friendster's launched. These people at a tech company say, we really like that, so we're going to make our own thing. And they launch MySpace. Um, here's another thing. Uh, fun fact, MySpace still exists. Is it still yeah. out there? It is still out wow. there. So um, like three people on it? Well, it they, might. Technically, it's still out there, but from what I remember, they actually lost everything or they got rid of all the old stuff from it. So it's still there. Right. But the it's there, been purged. It. Yeah. Uh, so you can, according to MySpace and the research I did okay. today, if you are a legacy user of MySpace, you can still log in. So if you can remember your email address right, well, my email or address, your user, and, yeah. you can still like reset and log in. I never, 50 email addresses. never really <laughs> had a MySpace. <laughs> You never had a MySpace? No. I won't admit to having one. And I actually had a MySpace for sure. I was actually in the Facebook beta, but I never used it. Really? Yeah. Oh, were you in school when Facebook was coming? Yeah. One of my buddies was in the beta, and he was like, hey, you should check this out. And he sent it to me, and I was like, I don't use MySpace. Why would I use this? (laughs) And you were like, like a lot of us were, you're like, I don't like people, and I don't want to form connections. (laughs) (laughs) And that is literally all this is for. (laughs) I didn't get a Facebook till like six years after that. Hmm. So what year is that, do you think? I think the beta was around 2004, 2005 for Facebook. Let's see. No idea. Because it was while I was in high school, I graduated in 06, and I, I think it was like 04 is when the actual beta was out for Facebook. Okay. So what I have, all I have, not when the beta is, but that it opened its membership outside of schools um, to anyone 13 or older in 2006. Hmm. So probably that sounds yeah. like very... And then I got one in... When I deployed in 2009, because it was the easiest way to stay connected with everyone back home on the cheap. Right. So. So that was what that was what finally got you on there. The big yeah. deployed time. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we got one about the same time because I think it was like 08, 09 when I got one. Because yeah. it wasn't until like tail end of high school that I got one. So. Okay. Well, also interesting. In 2008, that was the year that Facebook users surpassed MySpace users. So Mark Zuckerberg would like to thank you guys for getting on that platform. Because that was really, it was you two guys were what made the difference. Yeah, tip the scale. Yes. If anyone's Um, a computerized human, that would be the guy. Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) (laughs) And so 2008 is where my timeline ends. I know other things happened. Things did mm-hmm. happen. Things yeah. did happen since then, but my re- m- nobody cares what happened after that as far as the formation <laughs> of the internet. People yeah. are like, hey, it's here's there. Facebook, you guys. There it is. We're, <laughs> done. we're done. I think for the kids, you should put Fortnite on there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
The whole gaming culture, the EA Sports. EA Sports? Do you do EA Sports? No. No, I don't either. I can't really speak to it intelligently. All I know is all my fosters are obsessed with Fortnite. Okay. One site you didn't mention that uh, popped in my head was uh, GeoCities. Oh, yeah, that's a big one. GeoCities? That's it. Where you'd go and you could do your own website you type of a right. thing. And there was GeoCities and yeah. Angel Fire. Angel I forgot Fire. about Angel Fire. You know what else I forgot? It's Angel Fire was like the old Etsy, basically. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I forgot, I didn't include anything about ISPs. Okay. Um, just like So here's the thing about all of this research. Sure. That it, uh, it's a very complex story. Because different people in different places are creating different things, and it all comes together. And what's notable to one person is not notable to another person. And what, like, popular opinion, quote-unquote popular opinion, about what was the most important thing that happened to make the Internet and... I mean, and we haven't even talked about Al Gore, who invented it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nice. Is still, like, up for sort of historical review, right? Um, So ISPs, Internet Service Providers, a thing I remember from the early days of the Internet is that there was a gas company. Uh, So we we went through a series of ISP, like Internet Service, because everybody and their brother, it was like Ted's ISP, everybody had an ISP at one time. And there was Which a that was still the case. gas company, right? <laughs> they all have been eaten up, swallowed up. Um, feral gas, um, which I don't know if they're around here too. They definitely were in Rapids, and they had an internet service provider that we hmm. tried for a while. Hmm. And how was it? it? It we didn't like it apparently like it. because okay. it was not as fast <laughs> as we wanted it to be. But okay, yeah. Oh, here's a fun fact: 2005. Oh, I have two things in 2005. Wait. Um, so, fun, go, fact. fun fact, two fun facts. In 2005, two, two notable things happened. Um, Robert Kahn and Vinton Cerf, who developed uh, the yeah, TCP IP yeah, that thing. protocol thing, which is actually like saying an ATM machine, but that's fine. Are you saying TCP IP was TCP IP? In 2005? That's no, 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 the same guys. So, that. same guys. Oh, oh, same guys. Okay. You're in right. 2005, okay. were awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom for oh. their work. And also in 2005, very notable, the first ever internet cat video premiered. Cat video. <laughs> yes. Uh, <sighs> one of YouTube's co-founders, Steve Chen, posted a video of his cat called Pajamas, playing with a rope, making him the first person to upload a cat video to YouTube. Wow. Congratulations. I don't think I would want that mark if it was they you know, have, people knowing that's, that. That's <laughs> they, they should have put the first uh, webcam on that internet timeline. Oh. Yeah, let's not, yeah. We, we talked about well, creepy things. No. <laughs> it, why you gotta go there? <laughs> why you gotta make I it weird? Lo- I have lost a bad experience, apparently. The first oh. webcam was made to watch a pot of coffee. Really? Wow. Yeah. Where? Uh, one In of the, the universities. <laughs> <laughs> they got tired of having to get up to check on it, so they put a camera on it. They could look at the camera to see when it was done. Yeah. Nice. I mean... Listen. There's bird cams. Listen. You can watch eagles. I'm good with technology. You can watch it. What but is also, it? a giraffe. Yeah, you, yeah, you watch a giraffe give birth. Um, but also, 
a pot of coffee is a pretty predictable thing, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really need a camera? <laughs> Do you need the camera? <laughs> it's going to take about the same amount of time every time. <laughs> you're talking about some college students. They have a lot of they're, they're probably very big time engineer. They had other stuff to kids. do. Kids, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. they were probably they were solving. They need an excuse to do the webcam, so yeah. we have to know when that coffee's done. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Here's the other question for you two. You might know this. Can the internet be functionally turned off? <gasps> I have to say no. Like the whole thing? Yes. I think functionally. No. Uh, well, man. So. If it's mm, if it's the infrastructure, I mean, today, well, if you hit enough switches, I would say yes. <laughs> the answer is yes, Aww. but not for what you think. There's actually, I think it's five keys. Do you know this? Mm, I thought you were referencing the uh, core DNS routers. As far yeah, as you were going. that is, okay. there's five keys that control... That can shut those off. You have to have all five the of them. No. Yeah, they're physical keys, and you can literally turn off the Is this the basis yeah, for Lord of the Rings? I think it's five. The number may vary, but there's a certain amount of physical keys in the world mm-hmm. that you could use to turn off the where internet. Where do you go with them? Yeah, those are like, the core DNS routers. You shut those down and shut down the internet. Right? Right. Wow. So where are those located? Does do anybody know? They're in Europe. I don't have a map. I'm sorry. We just want to know exactly. I don't know it's that nothing that's suspicious. Even pub- we just want to know exactly. Knowledge? I don't know if they have I'd, latitude. I don't know if they. I mean, I would doubt that. it. They yeah, wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you? That'd be. Yeah, and who know. are the people? Also, this is also not suspicious. Who are the oh, people I that have, have them? And could we, you have a key. Okay, Kyle has one. That seems fine. We got them off Napster. You wouldn't download a key, would you? It was a backup. That was fun. 3D printing, you wouldn't download a car. Well, you know. yeah. maybe you would. Maybe yeah. I would. <laughs> so, questions. That was a great question. For yeah. you guys, what do you think is the best contribution of the internet to our culture? Personal opinion. What do you think is the best thing it's done for us? It has to be collective knowledge. Being able That's to ag- aggregate all the knowledge. The only other thing I could think is even coming close is communication. Not cat videos? Real-time communication. (laughs) Yeah, real-time communication, knowledge. I go with knowledge myself. Yeah. I think basically anybody who had to do their essays with a set of Encyclopedia Britannicas would probably agree. (laughs) Yeah, that's the worst. (laughs) The internet. Get out the index. (laughs) That was my excuse for one of the computers I bought. Well, it comes with an encyclopedia set. Yeah. That was actually a thing <laughs> for a while. That's how I sold it. <laughs> I signed off on it. I got what a new computer. What can not do? <laughs> I don't think um, the greatest contribution has come yet. No? I think it's still coming. Yeah. I think about um, all the virtual presence that's starting to come about. <clears throat> um, I know of a school district that the uh, high school students are able to watch medical procedures live as they're mm-hmm. happening. And yeah. they, can, um, they can ask the doctor, what, why are you doing this? Why are you cutting a certain way? Things of that. That's only going to get more and more. I think of, um, for me, um, terraforming, space exploration, the thought of being able to go to Mars is great, but what if we can go to Mars without having to use any resources of uh, water, food, oxygen? If we can just send a device there that then someone can remotely operate, that's, yeah. that's where I think the real contribution is going to come. Huh. Fascinating. 
Okay. That's all I have to say about that. That's all I've got to say about that. That's <laughs> lack of box of chocolates. What do you think? Yeah, I think the the information piece. I mean, I think of it's not specifically internet related, but certainly derivative, I think. Like we were just at the Idea Center. Uh, this will be last week. <laughs> uh, all blurs together. But they, so talking about 3D printing, like the a thing uh, Greg from the Idea Center was saying that they're able to do is 3D print body parts and mm-hmm. medical professionals can practice right. on them. So particularly, I think the, the example he used was like an infant brain or whatever. Like if you, that's awesome and creepy at the same I time. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like you're not gonna be able to practice every day on that. So to be able right. to do that is right. well, they just um, the newest launches for the ISS, and that they have they've launched 3D printers up there now, so they can print their own repair parts while they're in space, mm-hmm. which has been pretty huge for them. So next time a guy. Drops the wrench, it just won't float off into space. <laughs> right, <you know>? right. <laughs> He's stuck. There I goes. can't get in, I lost my key. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> <Yeah. cool. laughs> Could you imagine that at the end of your rope and it's like right there? <laughs> <laughs> so, if you could choose something to abolish from the internet, social media, specifically Facebook. Yes. Wow. I think it's the absolute um, worst place you can go. Uh, Worse than Twitter? Twitter is a cesspool. Twitter is an open trench. Um, (laughs) My experience on Facebook within the last few years is very similar to Twitter. There is so much hatred and and just uh, demoralizing of people. It's like people suddenly aren't visible, so they don't refrain from saying things that they would normally have a little tact with. And yeah, you really know, get to learn about terrible. your family on Facebook. You do. <laughs> and your I, friends. Especially the last few years, right? I, I haven't logged into Facebook in two years myself. Um, I haven't deleted my account, but I need to. I really think that social media is the worst piece. We get so that. What, if you could, what if you could keep the positive? of so, like This is mm-hmm. imagination time. <laughs> if you could keep the positive of social networking. Which is? Which is being able to, so like Lyle, being able to connect with his family while he's deployed. Absolutely. Things like sure, that. Sure. Um, I think in order to do that, you'd have to move away from what we have today, right? I mean, you look mm-hmm. at Facebook and There's Twitter and the no other ones No accountability out there. on Facebook, which is where you get the issues. It's People all, just say whatever comes to their mind then. And it's all right. monetized. Um, yeah. I'm not sure that Facebook's going to shut something down if it's making it money. Well, and so a thing that or I Twitter, have heard, just which a giant data, data mining resource, yeah. and what I've what I have heard recently is that things like basically negative things are prioritized on Facebook because they want the drama they because want they want to, yeah, because sure. that draws oh, wow. people Get more and monetize that <laughs> controversial <laughs> things. And you miss what we have in this room, too. I'm sitting on Facebook. My wife is terrible at this. Sorry, dear. <laughs> She'll sit in front of a computer for three, four hours at a crack just on Facebook while she's completely ignoring me. Not yeah. that that's a problem. I have no wife problems with my wife. It's great. Um, <laughs> but the simple interaction I'm having with everyone in this room right now is completely lost. It's, right. it's just mm-hmm. not there anymore. And people are losing the skills. In my humble opinion, um, the skills of, of the 
the simple greeting is being lost. So if we could build a social network that actually mimicked the best parts of communication, that would be that would be the way to go. I don't know how you do I it. I think you have to eliminate anonymity completely. Okay. I think that would be the first step. If suddenly everyone knows that Michael Kosea just said this rather than just you know, guy up northern Wisconsin, 32. Computer nerd. I think that would go a long way to fix the issue. Um, I really think people spend too much time. And I know this is weird coming from a from a nerd. But, I think <laughs> <laughs> I think but you're spending time working on it. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This All is of true. the rest of us are just screwing <laughs> around. <laughs> I think, um, I know Apple has a new, uh, this isn't new, but they limit the amount of time you have on an app and it yells at you and it actually kick you off. I think people need to start taking some accountability and mm -hmm. limit themselves and spend an hour on Facebook instead of six hours and then spend 10 minutes with a mm -hmm. kid. Flip that around. Right. I'm getting dark. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> but it's so the only thing that's concerning me is that the future that you're describing means that I don't get to spend hours at a time watching my elderly aunt argue with people online. And I don't like that <laughs> <laughs> as a future <laughs> because that is one of my favorite things. <laughs> she types in all caps. She yells at you all the time. She, yeah, all of the time. Her eyesight's not great. And people oh, will call her so out for it all the time. And I just occasionally I'll be like, you might as well not say anything just because stop. she's not going to change that. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's going to be. What's one thing you would take for Lyle, I'm curious. That's a good question. Well, while you mm. think of that, I think to take on to that social media thing, like I think it's one of the big downsides is it's a mirror uh, and maybe not an accurate mirror. So the things that you look at, the things that you invest time in on the app, they're going to look at that and then feed you more stuff like that. Right. So if you're... You know, in a negative headspace, let's yes. say, then your feed is going to start getting populated with more things that confirm where you're at. Right. As an example, that's a great point. I think it also um, really focuses your view too. So if your if your interest is cats, all you're ever going to see is cats. You're not mm -hmm. going to hear about the crazy dogs, know, llamas, whatever, whatever it might yeah. be that just happened. Every other species of animal that's far superior. That's not right. That's so much better that's than that. Yeah. Goldfish. Yeah. That's a really good point. The, the real focus yeah. that you make on the, your personal interests. You never mm -hmm. get exposed to anything new. That's a, that's a that's an interesting thing. I've thought a lot about because I pay a lot of attention to political information. And I know that the, you know, because of my interests, the algorithms create an echo chamber for me, mm -hmm. right? So I, I'm basically building this massive library of confirmation bias where everything is, mm -hmm. oh, well, look, that thing says that I'm right, and that thing says that everything, I'm right, and that thing says they're wrong. So Yeah, everything gets bland when... It, once you get enough focus in, then you're, everything is just the same. There's nothing to challenge you right? or break you out or give you new ideas. Well, and to Mike's point, you can't, if you do come across somebody you disagree with, you can't have an interaction with them. You can't sit down, like you would sit down in a room and say, you know, yeah. here's what my perspective is on this. I'd be interested to hear what your perspective is on this. And you can't, if you're in person, I suppose you could sit and yell at each other, but you're not More going to, you won't. <laughs> right? right. Exactly. Well, you so might sue. I would. Yeah. I do. 
But that's me, and it's part of my charm. Uh, <laughs> we see that a lot. I foster teenagers, and for the most part, they don't have skills to deal with somebody having a differing opinion than them. Right. Well, they don't know how to sit down and have a conversation with different ideas. Do adults don't anymore. Yeah. People oh, have lost true. the skill as adults, and especially because I think it's turned into this atmosphere where if I disagree with you, instead of you and I sitting and talking about it, saying, here's my perspective, here's your perspective, I'll go to Mike and say, can you believe Lyle believes this thing? Yeah. And if I, if I think Mike agrees with me, and then, like, it's just, it's not me and you There's having a meeting no of the debate, minds. Yeah. yeah, it's me saying, well, you agree with me, right? And that's why we have people that believe the world is flat again. Now, I'm not saying it's flat, Mike. <laughs> I'm saying it looks like it's flat from where I'm standing, is all. I actually, it's, no, it's hollow. It's hollow. And there's giants on the inside. I've yeah. known it's not flat since prehistory, people. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'll have to look it up. I don't know if I agree with you. <laughs> That'll be another podcast. Yeah. yeah. Is the world flat? That, that, you know, it's funny because that is a conversation. We, like a year ago, we went down a deep, dark hole, Vince and I, and About all the stuff. the earth was flat? No, we <laughs> both agree. I think we still both agree. Yeah. That is, in fact, a sphere. Okay. <laughs> but to see what other people say, maybe, oh, that'd be interesting. Maybe we'll save this. Did you okay. get a lot of response from people that disagreed? We just trolled. We trolled people. Oh, okay. We just trolled all over the internet with yeah. friends. Yeah. We would send, like, daily three or four or five yeah. articles back and forth. Like, you're not going to believe this. Yeah. You're not believe that. <laughs> Look at that thing there. I think my favorite was there's some official organization, big air quotes here, like some flat three earth guys in organization. Basement. Yeah, I've heard of that. And uh, that, it, like, it, the whole point was they admitted that Mars was round. Like, and it was like, well, we can see that, that it's round. Now I think, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the same organization that spent like a million dollars on, uh, there's a piece of equipment that'll measure um, drift, which you can use to tell that it's round if that it's within piece certain of parameters. Vin Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> But if you use this piece of equipment and you get a certain value, that'll show you, you know, with the math and everything, that the Earth mm -hmm. is round. Well, they bought this equipment because obviously they can't trust the government. Obviously. Um, and it gave them the value that they... Wanted? Well, they didn't want. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then they're, 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 I think there's a video when they do the big reveal, and then they're like, yeah, we got to cover this up. <laughs> <laughs> so. What was the one? It was are, we, between, are you okay on time, Mike? What's that? You, you okay on time? time? I'm fine, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was between the flat earth people and the hollow earth people. Maybe this hollow earth a thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard of this. Hollow Earth exists, another theory. too. Yeah, this look that up. Yep. I've been on the internet for a while. i never heard of this. Yeah, Hollow Earth. Okay. Um, but whatever, somebody made a comment to, to the Flat Earth Society about the Hollow Earth Society, and the official representative said, we, we no longer discuss the incident. Yeah, yeah something like that <laughs> was weird. Like, what? 
Yeah. So they're the ping pong people? Yes. Yes. So the whole Hollow Earth. We'll have to have a side conversation. Yes. That theory is that there's a hole and either one of the poles. And then there's another planet suspended in the middle. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite theory. Oh, there's a planet Earth. inside of the planet Earth. Yeah. Right. Okay. It's not hollow Do they not know what hollow is? Well, it's hollow. <laughs> well, the outer and then crust is hollow. The outer crust is hollow. <laughs> but it's not hollow if it contains something. Right. But there's a space. Wrong. There's space in between. They should call them the, ga- the gap connect. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, what is it? The Matruska doll people. There you go. <laughs> So open up Earth, there's another one. Yeah, there we go, exactly. The nesting doll. The nesting, nesting doll. Nesting Earth people. <laughs> <laughs> that fantastic. So, if there was, for me, if there's one but thing I would... just imagine if there were, it's like, seven layers. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be great. Oh, I'm from layer seven, so I don't yeah. know how you people on layer five do things. <laughs> <laughs> and you could be, like, layerist. Yeah. Oh, be like, yeah, yeah well, it's just... Just to, that's just the way a layer five person's going to talk. I yeah. just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you you can't exp- trust layer three people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. No, no, no. They're all They're shady. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if I could abolish anything on the internet, it would not be the flat earthers. <laughs> 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 I will keep them forever because <laughs> they fascinate me. Uh, so last question before we wrap up. The future of the internet. You already talked about a little bit about it. So let's get other perspective. What's going to happen, Lyle, in the future of the internet? In the near future? Or the far future. I mean, IoT is really the wave, and I guess you would just extrapolate from there. Yeah, the internet of things. Putting the internet into every random object you lay your eyes on. Like your refrigerator and your... Well, that's already happening. So. Yeah. yeah, that's already I'm like looking there. at my chapstick and be like, smart chapstick. Yeah. Smart Tell you chapstick. when it empty. Yeah, right. Yeah. You need more It'll chapstick. order you a new chapstick. Because you can't mm-hmm. just look at the chapstick. It'll, <laughs> it'll take my body temperature based off my lips. Yeah. And oh, there you like go. The, send a report to my doctor. The old Indian weather stone. <laughs> Sounds like an Apple product. Yeah. <laughs> the eye stick. Yeah. <laughs> eye chap. Eye chap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the future of the internet is, I know I joke about, I, I joke about being a computerized human, but I think that really is the future of the internet. Inter- integration, you extrapolate it out, obviously. So are we... AI, a general AI, mm-hmm. is that where you're going with this? Well, either AI or, you know, VR is big. Right. Yeah. So either virt- moving virtually or... I know a lot of movies have explored the idea of altered reality. I listened to a podcast recently kind of on that and basically saying the one of, not necessarily the, but one of the last big hurdles to like full artificial intelligence as a person, as we would know people, is humor. Because other things are programmable, but humor is... Like coming close to the norm and then you breaking from it. You have to have an understanding right. of what the norm is to be able to make fun of it. Right. So. So once we cry, once they figure that out, then we're done for. Yeah. Yes. So. Then our Schwarzenegger is going to show up. With well, so yeah, that's that. that's my question. What <laughs> I, I want to know. Well. <laughs> what I want to know is: is it Skynet. a Terminator? 
is it Locutus of Borg? I want to know what's happening. Uh, Locutus of Borg. What is going is on? It is futile. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, so I think like uh, either an altered reality or a more biological integration of the internet is augmented reality. You mean correct? That was, that's what you're saying. No, it could be either way. Okay. So what's the difference? Augmented versus altered. Right. Yeah. Augmented is um, altered is LSD. I mean, that's augmented. <laughs> 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 augmented wow. would be okay. like um, the Hololens would be the best example. Right. If I was wearing a pair of uh, Google glasses or yeah. Microsoft, whoever, and I look at the table and I can see something that's not there, that's augmented. Hmm. Okay. Pokemon Go actually has yes. augmented reality. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so versus what would altered be like? Just. Total VR headset. Yeah, that would be like 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 now we're living in a simulation. We could be technically in an altered reality. Hmm. I don't like thinking about the idea that we're living in a simulation. <laughs> I don't know. All of this other stuff, like sci-fi stuff, doesn't generally bother me. But the ma- the idea of the Matrix being real. You don't want to be a battery. There's You're something. Yeah, battery. I don't really <laughs> feel like. You'd be the Energizer Bunny. Well, as long as <laughs> as long as also I get to be a superhero when I get pulled out, then okay. I'm fine. Perfect. And like dodge bullets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But mm. as it stands, just being a battery isn't that. Not super. enough. Being a battery for, I assume, Elon Musk is not my favorite <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, and I think, to your point, Mike, like spending so much time in it in social media as a specific example, but take that to the nth degree where was it, I didn't watch it was it what Ready Player One was sort of oh, this yeah. exploring movie. this whole idea that yeah that would people will just be plugged into this right whatever so a, yeah, that's a whole movie, subsection of science fiction now do you recall the name of the Bruce Willis film was it Replicas I think um, he was a cop and he would lay down in this little bed and you close your eyes and then you were in a virtual body mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But it, and, and the, yeah, there's been a lot of exploration of that, and I think mm-hmm. part of the danger of that is that we will, I mean, already to some extent, but we'll be able to create realities that are more palatable than yeah. real life. And this all really ends with a Wally universe. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I'd like slushy so it's not <laughs> what like, the slushy you remember because they're riding the in the l- when they're up on the spaceship right and they're on the little chairs and they're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> they just have a slushy in front yeah. of them and a screen yeah, yeah. so i love a slushy <laughs> <laughs> you never saw wally no dude see wally i just watched I don't this really last watch week with my grandson movies. it's a great movie it's a good mm-hmm. movie mm-hmm. and we won't tell anybody if you cry because you're gonna cry at the end and that's fine Probably not. Whatever. No spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) That was the last question. You don't have any more? I don't have any more questions. I have have another question. Okay. What was your first email address? My first email address. Um, I can remember. And what platform was it on? Main name. I'm trying to remember what I used for the username. Mine was an AOL one. Oh, AOL. (laughs) (laughs) Wolfpack at nnex.net. Northern Network Exposure was what it was short for. It was a little ISP up in uh, Eagle River, Wisconsin. That was my first one. Second email address was actually a Yahoo email address. So 
I'm not sure we want to talk about that. That's probably kept better over the, the rug. <laughs> 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 well, my first email address was a Yahoo address. Was so, it Yahoo? Yeah. Okay. And then you actually, I forgot about that. I still have a Yahoo address. Yeah, so I, I still have that one. I just don't ever use it. Yeah. There's like 10,000 plus. Like my inbox is 10,000 plus. It just it's your, your dump account. Yeah, I have a, I have a Google account like that. You, you never like actually look 20 at 20 of just, those. The only time you ever go is if you have to reset a password on like mm-hmm. three sites that you use yep. that email address for. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have a Yahoo, Yahoo email address, and there was a, there's a mailing list I'm on. With my Yahoo address, and it was, it's a free cycle. Free cycle. Do you guys ever remember? Free cycle. So, this, I don't know, even know what year I would have gotten on that, but it was this sort of the precursor to kind of like Facebook Marketplace or, um, why does it escape me right now, where you could trade. Basically, trade items, list things that you have to give away. Oh, like sure. Craigslist, like Craigslist, um, but without all the kidnapping. And you always <laughs> go to Craigslist. Everything. <laughs> um, How do you know there wasn't any kidnapping? Because <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good question. Because I'm still getting emails from that list, and all it's every quarter the list sends me the rules for the list. And that's is one of them no kidnapping? I'm pretty <laughs> sure Craigslist has a no kidnapping rule. <laughs> but that's all that the, that's what I'm saying is that's all the list is doing now is sending, nobody's actually asked about it. It just, sends, it. It just sends out just sends the, rules. The, the rules out. So I haven't seen any kidnapping happening on Recycle. Did we get through the term? Were you going to we do got, terms? No, we got through everything. Oh, we got through okay. all my terms. stuff. Ta- terms we talked about them. Yeah. We talked about did packet we? switching. We talked about. First you just weaved it all together. So I did. Yeah. See, I just am. I mean, I'm an artist. I, ju- I just got excited because you said there'd be a game. I well, was that so was ready the game. for a game. <laughs> you missed the game. I told you it was an official game, didn't I? Yeah. It was more of a Q and A in fairness. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't like being called out by you right now. Sorry. I don't. I'm not. I don't appreciate well, this it. This is my first time last appearance on the podcast. Yeah. I invite you on my podcast, and you call me out. <laughs> were you on? Is this your first time on the podcast? Yes. Okay. I guess I was thinking you were on it before. Nope. When no, we I've did the thing about the CUSA, we were at convention. No, you did not pull me in on you it. Didn't, you didn't show up for that one. Maybe you couldn't be there. I'd have to go look. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway. That's Kay. it. Those are all my notes. All right. Two pages of notes. Very nice. Okay. Well, we should probably wrap it up. It is time to wrap up. So I have several links, um, including links to Wikipedia, Wikipedia. pages. <laughs> yes. Everything on Wikipedia is true. All right. the Wikipedia pages. Yes. Well, okay, but also, <laughs> much of my research came from Wikipedia, and you did not refute most no, of it. No, it was so, a whole research good. topic in itself. Yeah. Distributed knowledge. Yeah. It's pretty good. So we will include those links. If you guys have any links you want to share that we can put out there, we will include that with the, um, with the podcast when we post it on our blog. This is your bi-weekly reminder that you can find us on Anchor, soon to be Apple Podcasts, when iTunes no longer supports podcasts. Mm-hmm. 
And you can visit our blog. Oh, and I think Anchor was acquired by Spotify, so I don't know if they're going to continue hmm. to operate this might under have been a, thing a separate for us to think about before. brand. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So you can find us on many popular <laughs> podcasting apps. <laughs> and if you can't find us on your favorite podcasting app, you can find us right at our blog. It is at simplicity.coop slash blog. All of our um, podcasts are up there. So scroll through if this is your first time. Again, this is the third time I've done this. I don't know why I don't say if this is your first time at the beginning. Yeah. If this is your yeah. first time, go back and check it out. We have, this is our 33rd episode of the podcast. So go back and check out the other 32. And you can hear everything. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> All the cool kids are. Thank you, Mike and Lyle, for, well, for joining us today. Thanks for having us. It was, it was pretty great, even though I didn't know what was going to happen. I was, I was scared at first, but yeah. turned out all right, I guess. <laughs> Just kidding. It was great. Thank you for tuning in. This is Sue and Vince signing off for now, and we'll see you next time. Bye.